Psalms 19. We're going to pick it up at verse 7 through 14 and read it down through 14. If you have it, say amen. Amen. Let's read. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy, thy servant, servant also from, from presumptuous sin. Let, Let them not have dominion over me. That I then shall I be upright. And I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Bow your heads, O Lord. Woo, glory. Most heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. Lord, we bind every spirit of hindrance in the name of Jesus. We come against every attack of the enemy. We bind everything, oh God, that will come against this service today right now. Lord, we pray, oh God, that you lift up your people, oh God. Keep us, oh God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, elevate our minds and our hearts, oh God. To let us know, oh God, it's not about us, but it's about you, Lord. Oh God, we give you the glory right now, Lord. We pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you will cause us to have joy for sadness and beauty for ashes. Lord, in the name of Jesus, oh God, give us joy unspeakable and full of glory. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray right now, Lord, touch those that are going through. Oh God, lighten their heart. Remove the heaviness, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Show us ourselves, oh God. Show us our weakness, dear God, in the name of Jesus. Help us to wake, oh Zion, and put on strength. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, cause us, oh God. Oh God, give us our joy and our peace back, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray right now. Touch every heart, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Shabakobo Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. In the name of Jesus. Speak to your people, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray right now. Give your manservant clear to speech, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. You may be
The subject this morning is the Word of God. A lot of times we as children of God don't put the emphasis that we need on the Word of God. The Word of God is given to direct the saints and to cause us to walk in the right attitude toward God. Sometimes we get sidetracked because we have a tendency to take our eyes off of Jesus. And once you take your eyes off of Jesus, a lot of times you're just like Peter. When Jesus called him out of the boat to walk on water, he forgot one of the most important factors in walking on the water. Jesus was there and whatever he needed to cause him to walk on water, he could do it and it's basically the word of God. A lot of times we have forgotten the fact that God in his divine assignment that he has given you and me everything that we need to make it through the trial because before the trial came he already had directed and guided us a lot of time when you look at the Bible God told folk what was getting ready to happen before it happened uh, and a lot of times we can't adjust because we don't want things to happen. But when you look at what God did, he never changes because we can't seem to handle uh, what we're getting ready to go through. Uh, but all we need to do is remember the word of God. A lot of times the prophets would come and remind the folks that there is a word from the Lord. Uh, and all you need to do sometimes if you will be the herald or for your life and give the announcement uh, that you have got a word from from God and the word will sustain you you've got to remember that every word come from God will do exactly what God has sent it to do in your life I'm not talking about you speaking for me but the word of God speaking for you when you realize that it is the same God that created the heavens and the earth and he's talking to you about what you're going through or about how you're going through you must remember that he is still the creator I wish I had a church right there regardless of what you're going through the same God that created the heavens and he created the earth is the same God that will bring 
you out with a mighty outstretched hand. Uh, a whole lot of times we forget. Uh, we forget that the same God that brings you in the valley uh, is the same God that brings you out on the mountaintops. Uh, we love the mountaintop experience, uh, but we don't want to dwell in the valley. But I believe it was David in the 23rd Psalm that said, The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want, and he leadeth me. Hallelujah. He leads me in the valley for his name's sake. God leads me down there. Because he have a lesson in the valley. A whole lot of us, we talk about we want to know God. But you don't want to go down in the valley where the lessons are to be found out. It was David say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Hallelujah. I want you to understand for the child of God all death is is a shadow hallelujah and David said I will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they shall comfort me a whole lot of times children of God you've already got your answer for what you're going through hallelujah to God if you give your mind back to God God will make it impossible possible for the devil to discourage you in your valley experience because God and his word is with you a whole lot of folk feel that God is being unjust and God is being unfair but may I remind you it is unfair if God don't send you to the valley and he send everybody else to the valley and he allows you to have a mountaintop experience all the days of your life there's some areas in your life you'll never know about God I wish I had a church hallelujah to God so you can read but you can't understand that God is right there hallelujah hallelujah to God a whole lot of times we get caught up in how we feel but is the feeling real or is your mind playing tricks on you do I have a church hallelujah have you ever wondered why God told his people 
I didn't give you the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Fear will cause you to imagine the worst and not to expect the good. But God wants his children when you see the worst coming and expect the good because God is good. And how often is God good? Somebody said all the time. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. So sometimes we dwell down in the muck and mire and we just wallow there. But have you noticed about God? He tells his people, I'm the same yesterday, today and forevermore. What are you saying, God? When you're in the trial, I'm the same God before you got in the trial. And after you got in the trial, you got an attitude I didn't. I am the deliverer. Even though you are mentally messed up. Cause you're going through. I wish I had a church right there. Hallelujah to God. We should be hollering glory. And all praise belong to God. Hallelujah to God. We should be like Job. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Hallelujah. And when the enemy start fighting you with the possibility of death, Job said, if a man die, shall he live again? And Job said, I'll wait until my change come. Hallelujah! Hallelujah to God. All you need is a word from God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah to God. When we are faced with troubles and trials, and they are very common to man. Show me a man or woman, boy or girl, that are not going through something. I'll show you somebody that has already died. Ain't no life in them. They can't bat their eyes. They can't move their lips. They're already gone. Hallelujah. And you get overly concerned about the cares of this life. You must remember all points of your life. In Him, you move. You have all your. It's not because
because of you, it's because of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Your hands move because there's a God in heaven. Your feet move because God's on the throne. I wish I had a church. Hallelujah. I don't know if you noticed it or not. Your battle is about the word of God. How much can you remember when you're in a trial? How much can you bring to mind when you're in a test? That's the point where the enemy fought Jesus. Forty days and forty night. It wasn't over cheese and crackers. It wasn't over soup and beans. But it was over the word of God. They chuckled day and night. Night and day. On an empty stomach. Without water, food. Jesus told them. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And the devil couldn't take it, because the word was more important than food, water. I come to tell you, you already got what you need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. It was the devil that took rocks and told Jesus, make these rocks bread. Jesus let him know, I'm not eating bread. I'm eating the word. I am the word. When are you going to let Jesus be what he came to be in your life? Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. We tell folk, I need you. I can't make it without you. You need God's word. That's what you need. You need something that will free you from sin. You need something that'll put your attitude in check you need something that'll cause you to examine your life and how you live that's what you need hallelujah 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 
a whole lot of times. Hallelujah to God. Yeah. Sometimes we give more credence to our flesh. And Jesus was talking. I believe it's in the book of Matthew. And he was talking about the kingdom and and how the heathens they're more concerned about what they go eating, what they go drinking, what they go wear. But I come to tell you, apostolic, Holy Ghost filled, kingdom seeking folk, you gotta be focused on what did the word say? Somebody tell me what God said in his word. You gotta read it like a current event, not a historical document uh, is pertinent right now. Right now. You got to get it filled in you before the trial comes. I've noticed saints they can't think when a trial comes. They can't Remember the word of God when a trial comes. So you need to consciously eat it before the trial gets here. Can I tell you? You can have good intentions. But if you just remain a hearer of the word and not a doer of the word, you won't apply it when a trial comes. That's why the focus God put on the hearers is being a doer. Can you do the word of God? Can you do it? Reason why we're failing miserably. And these are all lighter fictions. What you gonna do when the heavy ones show up? What you gonna do when they say we're killing saints? You can't handle the light affliction. I hope that day don't come while we're alive or we won't make it. We must learn how to eat the word of God. Let me say that again. We must learn how to eat the word of God so that we can meditate on it. How much words you got going through your mind without opening your Bible? Don't answer that question. Your test and trial shows it up. How much word of God do you have on the other side of the famine? We ain't talking about why you was going through it. How much? How much? How much? 
David here is dealing God's word. God's word is perfect. It means it is without blemish. And it is complete, lacking nothing. Wait a minute. God gave you a word that's not lacking anything. Whatever you need, if you eat it and eat it right, it'll keep you and it will sustain you. You won't have to make excuses about what flies out your mouth and you couldn't control it. His word restores or revives. If you walking too close to sin, the word of God will snatch you and pull you back. I should have got some amen, but apparently some people ain't delivered like they ought to be. And it took the word of God to do it. That's why when you are jacked up, still come to church so you can hear the word of God. Because it will bring you back before you get too far gone. Amen. Amen. And he don't ask your permission to do it. He just do it. A lot of times we get out there. And we mess up, but we get back before people find out we messed up. That's the word of God that caught you. Don't pat yourself on the back. Don't say how great you are and look down on your nose at somebody else. It was the word of God that got your attention and told you, come to the house of God and you so you can hear something that's going to keep you when you don't want to be kept. Everybody should have hollered amen. The word of God is perfect. It affects its effect on the soul of, whole, of all those who read it. Amen. It brings it back to the right relationship. With the, and see, this is where some people are foolish. You come to church, you hear a word, and you're able to stay stable for three or four days, and then you stop hearing the word of God. You go back out there and sin and start falling right back where you came from, and you're not be You think God is saying that's okay. No, he's not. You're presuming on the mercies of God and you're in danger. Amen. But the word keep in us, keep bringing you back. Second testimony he makes about the word of God is sure. Ah, Shabosia. It's trustworthy. You can trust the word of God. Isn't it amazing? You know what he does? He calls a sinner a sinner. A saint a saint. He don't call a sinner a saint. He calls a saint a saint. It's sure. He don't call it 
like it ain't, but he called it like it is. You can bet on the word of God. We can rely upon it when all around us is in conflict and is falling apart. You should have remembered that during the pandemic. A whole lot of folk just zoned out and quit. But God kept you moving. God sustained you in the middle of all the madness that was going on. It wasn't because you and I were so good. But because the word of God was sure. He did what he said he was going to do for the same. None of this shall come nigh thy dwelling. And didn't he perform that thing? Then he said his word is right. A perfect, a precept is directed which it follows will lead one to, to the goal of faithful living. It ain't because of you. I wish I could say it was because of me that you're in here. That's the biggest lie that will ever come down the pipe. If Jesus couldn't save you, you couldn't be saved. If Jesus didn't keep you, you couldn't be kept. You ought to re rejoice in the fact that the Lord is a keeper. Oh, yes, he is. The Lord will keep you with the mind stayed on him. But despite of what you go through, he still will keep you. Oh, I wish I had a church. But I'm going to preach it anyhow. He marks the line like a road map and he lets us follow. Isn't that amazing? If you make it to heaven, it's going to be because you follow the Lord. But a whole lot of folks want to go to heaven without following God. How are you going to get there? Since he's the only one that have came down and went back up. Oh, you ought to clap your hands and give him some glory. The word is pure. It's often used to describe purity and radiance of sunlight. So it, it, God is radiant. His word is radiant. His word, David says, his word is like a light unto my feet and a lamp unto my path. If those of you, if you would stop looking at folk and look at the word of God, if you stop following your own dumb ideas and your own dumb ways, uh, you'll be able to follow God like nobody's business. You know what they always told me about a sheep? It's dumb. Uh, uh, it's a real stupid animal. Have you ever wondered why God would have, will compare a saint of God to a dumb sheep? You don't know what you're talking about 90.9% .9 of the time. You'll follow anybody in the wrong direction. Why not follow God in the right direction? He said, my sheep know my voice. In another, they will not follow. In other words, my sheep know my word. Are you trying to follow somebody that's not following the word of God? Well, you got a problem. 
you're not keeping what you need to keep in order to be saved. So the ways of a transgressor is hard. You mean to tell me? But I'm enjoying myself. But you're transgressing. You're going in the opposite direction of God. So you really need a tough word that's going to break you a loose. You need somebody to tell you what like it is. Sin is nasty, low down, and dirty. And everybody that's doing it without barring none is on their way to hell. That's the only way you and I are going to get free and stay free. When you look at the word of God, it's clean. Clean, the word fear is used synonymous to clean. Because, word of God, because as we have seen, the fear of the Lord is one of the effects of God's word upon the heart. It causes you to respect God. Because you hear the word. But if you don't hear the word, you're not going to respect God. And if guess what? If you don't respect God, you sure ain't going to respect man. And we want to know what's going on in the world. What's, what, what? Nobody have the fear of God. If they don't have the fear of God, they're not going to have the fear of God. Of man, they're not gonna respect nobody. You gotta have the word in order to respect God. Now, this is thing that people are having a presumption about. They can do without the word of God. You can't go to heaven without the word of God. Your personality and all that is you become weird and out of sorts. You hear now people craving and doing some of every kind of crazy stuff there is. Men don't know that they're men and women don't know that they're women. Just to name a few. Then you got the word is truth. The word is truth. Jesus is truth. Irregardless of what people think about him, he's still truth. If people don't want to believe in it, that, that's their problem. He's still truth. So what are you going to do about the word? Are you going to handle like it's truth or is it going to be a mystery? You must predetermine in your mind how you going to handle the word. The word is, do I understand it all? No, of course not. But it's still truth. You, where you don't understand, you got to let faith go into action. I believe it because it is the word of God. I believe it because it's in there. When I, if I don't believe, if I don't see it right now, if I hold on, God's going to reveal it all to me. What happened to you? We know in part and we prophesy in part. And when he comes, all that which is in part will be done away with. It's not time for total revelation right now. Come on here. Come on here. And we're trying to make it. Are you really? 
we're hoping that God would overlook some stuff just so we won't have to do the extra effort. But we remind you of this. If the righteous are scarcely saved, where shall the sinner and their godly appear? They're not going to be even in the ballpark. They're not going to be sitting in the stadium. They're not going to be even in the bathroom. Come on here. When you look at the word of God and within its context, it has to do with hearing and obeying the Lord's word. Psalms 191 says, Wherein shall a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed thereto, according to the word, with his, with my whole heart have I sought thee. You got to put your whole self in the, you know, I ain't talk about the hokey pokey in a while. We want to do just a little bit and claim we've done all that we know how to do. That's the biggest lie that anybody can tell. You still practicing sin and you've done all you know to do. You still lying, cheating, and stealing, slipping and tipping, and you know all you, you do all you can do. Uh, you might as well save it because it's going to be a sad epitaph. When you decide, or when God decided to call you home and called you into question, Oh, and we all were going to be called into question about how we lived here. Did you uh, hear the word and did you obey the word? And sometimes I think we forget that we are the ground uh, that the word of God fall on. Some fell on good ground. Some fell on stony ground. Some fell in weeds. But you put yourself in the position to be in the kind of ground that you're in. It wasn't God that caused you to be the ground. He sent the word, but you just happened to be the ground. The reason why the word couldn't get down and grow because you were in, you were the the bad ground. Come on here. You know, we love blaming folks for where we are. Oh, if it had not been for you. Oh, you just don't know. You just don't know. You just don't know the trouble I see and you don't know my sorrow. I know this much. If you want it to stop, it'll stop. If you want it to keep going, it's going to keep on going. Only you can quit sin. I can't quit sin for you. You can't quit sin for me. What are you going to do? You need the word of God. Is it going to be what you want to hear? Most cases, of course not. But it's going to be what you need. I, 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 you know what? I haven't tasted any medicine that tastes good that was good enough to hear. It seemed like it's all that nasty stuff to do you the most good. So how are we going to do that? We must do at least five things. We must read the word of God. We must 
Read the word of God so that we can have it hid in our hearts that we might not sin against him. Then when we read it, we must reflect on it. How can I apply this so that I can please God? We spend so much time trying to please folk that we forget about our number one situation should be pleasing God. He's the one that's going to either say go to heaven or go to hell. So we should stress the fact, I must please God. A lot of folk don't realize that if you don't please God, you're going to be in a bad situation when the end comes. We must remember the word of God also. We must memorize it. A whole lot of folks now, they sort of like have gotten in mind what my old history teacher said. i never forget Mr. Vaden. He said, why memorize something that's already written down? But can I tell you, you better read and remember the word of God. Because it will come back at the most time, the time you need it most. When you're in the midst of a trouble or you're laying on your bed of affliction. Uh, uh, when you're asking God, Lord, why me? Uh, why is this happening to me? I've done what I know to do to serve you. Uh, and you're pleading your case before God. Uh, it is the word of God that's most likely will come back to your mind. Uh, that I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor the seed beg bread. Uh, I am with you always. Uh, if your mother and your father forsake you, I'll take you up. Uh, you must remember that it's going to come some tough times uh, in your life but you've got to have the word of God uh, to keep your feet planted solid uh, hallelujah to God uh, may I tell you that uh, a whole lot of stuff uh, that we're going to experience uh, is not going to be anything uh, like we've experienced in our previous life uh, but as we we get closer to the coming of the Lord a whole lot of things are going to be tested and a whole lot of things will be tried you've got to make sure that your soul has been anchored in the Lord hallelujah may I tell you there are some trials that could come your way to make you think you want to blow your brains out and give up the fight. A whole lot of folk, they're doing it today. But can you imagine losing your hope in God and trying to commit suicide? Hallelujah. I don't want to be there in a situation like that. You need to hold your mind. Study on the word. Keep your mind. Stayed on Jesus. And he will keep you in perfect peace.
place. Do I have a church? Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. One thing, children of God, and as I get ready to close, you've got to predetermine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. I'm often reminded what Habakkuk said. If there's no cattle in the stall, if there's no fig on the vine, you got to make up your mind. Do you keep serving God? Well, ain't nothing to put in your belly. What do you do when your health starts failing you? What do you do? Hallelujah. When friends start walking away, what do you do? When you're left all alone, husband or wife walks away, what do you do? Hallelujah. When you're the only one in your family's left because all the other ones been gone on home to be with the Lord and it ain't your time yet. What do you do? Hallelujah. What do you do? When you done about lost your mind but almost gone crazy with worry and fear. Hallelujah. What do you do? You need the word more than anything else. You need the word of God. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us we need to esteem the word of God more than our necessary food. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. We think right now things have calmed down. But I may I remind you the spirit world has kicked it up a notch. Hallelujah. Not only are young folk crazy, the middle aged and old that lost their mind out on the street corner talking to themselves. It ain't guaranteed you're going to keep your mind unless you keep the word of God flowing through your mind. Do I have a church? Hallelujah. I've never seen a day like the day we got now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. And folks are getting upset. And, and we'll have a second. And killing folk and in a rage. Because they've lost their 
mind in their heart. I come to tell you, you gotta guard your heart with all diligence. Out of it flows the issues of life. Church, you might not appreciate what I'm trying to tell you right now, but can I tell you? On your way home, look around. The enemy trying to make you comfortable, but it's no time to be comfortable right now. God is allowing saints and sinners both to be tested. Do I have a church? Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. It don't take nothing for you to lose it right now. Do I have a church? Don't fool y'all. Open your mind and let God fill it with the word of God. They are soft-pedaling mental illness now, calling it ticks. Outbursts. Folks are walking away from their homes to live in the streets. To live in the streets, to live in the woods, they've lost their mind. They have reduced themselves to being beggars. And they call themselves happy with the results. And some of those folks came out of churches. Don't you take God for granted? Don't you take God's words for granted? Everybody out there, everybody that's out there, rather, is not an absolute sinner. They'll quote scriptures. It is the word that keeps us. It is the word that holds us. It is the word that set our minds free. Well, don't you believe everybody's out there because of drugs either? Some of them don't even do drugs. What is it going to take for the church to get ready, get right, and make it out of here? Get ready and get right.
we forgot Coco, if you read Ecclesiastes, it's going to tell you every stage you're going to go through before you leave here. And everybody going to make sure, God going to make sure everybody hit those stages, Brother Lamar. Let you know death is already coming with that arthritis. With my diabetes. My eye prescription. Let me know death is on its way. My problem is I'm not getting ready to die. You think we're going to live forever? Not in this state. You know, we glorify the tent. Is just a tent. You haven't seen your soul. You really don't know what you look like. I got a friend that ain't gonna call no name. I call it a theme song. By Michael Jackson's pretty young thing. All oh, this. Those that have heard it know I ain't got it. I ain't got time. You think one way. God thinks another way. We need to find out what God is thinking. Because if you can't see what God is saying. How can you understand what to do? Have you ever thought about that? If you and I don't know what God is saying, how can we do what is expected out of us? We need this word. Not to make us supernaturally superior, but to be good stewards, to be ready to serve the Lord. Saints, get your mind in the game. Like never before, get the mind in the game. Pray that your mind will be right before the Lord. If our thinking is off when it comes down to the Lord, no wonder we can't see what God has been telling us to do all this time. We can't comprehend it. Can't comprehend it. See, if everybody's in here saved. Are you going to say it if I ask you if anybody needs salvation? You're going to say it. But I'm going to just put it out like this. Anybody need prayer? Well, come on up for prayer. Amen. Truth be told, all y'all need to be in here. (laughs) 
Yeah, you sure need to.